B2B SaaS companies that prioritize SEO often reach a point where they aren't sure what to do next. Now, this typically happens when they've taken the base level actions to improve their website's SEO, such as optimizing their core website pages, ensuring their site doesn't have technical issues, and starting to publish regularly on their blog. They want to focus their resources on actions that will drive results, but they're uncertain about what those actions should be. And they want to figure out, as well, what to do beyond the next week or month, which is as far ahead as they've typically been able to see. Now, this is a scenario that we work through regularly with clients. Once we've executed our early stage SaaS SEO roadmap and ensured that their site has a technically sound foundation to build on, the question becomes, where do we go from here? A lot of companies have difficulty figuring this out at this stage. And as a result, they rarely prioritize their actions based on effort and impact. And they end up churning out a bunch of content that doesn't help their SEO performance. And often, it does more harm than good. Now, while it's difficult to forecast what you should be doing a year from now in SEO, there are tried and true options to choose from when it comes to the most impactful actions to take next. The ones that are right for your business and the order in which they should be tackled will vary. But the highest impact options for B2B SaaS remain the same. It's just a matter of figuring out the sequencing. Now, to help you understand how to solve this problem for your business, in this episode, I'll cover off how we approach the first 12 months of SEO for our B2B SaaS clients, the pages and content types that we found to have the most impact in B2B SaaS, and an example worked through of the 12 months of SEO work that we did with a client recently, including what we chose to tackle each quarter and also why we chose quarters. Now, after listening to this episode, you'll have a better idea of how to think about SEO on a longer timescale and how to sequence actions based on impact and effort. I'm Mark Thomas. I'm the head of growth at Powered by Search. And today I'm gonna to talk you through some of the best knowledge that we have on building B2B SaaS businesses. Now, if any of this is interesting to you and you want to read more, you should go to our website. It's poweredbysearch.com and check us out there. Planning SEO efforts on a longer timescale requires a balance between planning ahead beyond the next week or month, but not too far ahead since things constantly change. For example, in SEO, search engine algorithms update. Competitors ramp up their efforts. And also new keyword opportunities are discovered all the time. To account for this balance, we approach SEO with quarterly roadmaps. These allow us to create a longer term plan than a week or a month ahead, while still leaving room to adjust strategy throughout each year. The key to our SaaS SEO strategy is knowing the highest performing pages and content types would be to be SaaS. And that way, we don't actually have to wonder about what content to create. We just have to think about the order in which to create each piece. Now we do that on a case by case basis, depending on the specific situation our client is in. In a moment, I'm gonna walk you through an example of how we make those sequencing decisions in practice. But before we get there, here's a brief outline of how we approach the first 12 months of SEO with clients. And two quick notes here. First one is that this is not an exact timeline and it varies from client to client. It's actually meant to provide a general idea for how a timeline often goes. The second note is that 
All of the examples and screenshots that I talk about in this episode are on the accompanying blog post. You can find a link in the show notes. Q1 of an SEO roadmap for us begins with a diagnostic process to understand what technical SEO issues are present and where the gaps are and where the opportunities are. Then we organize potential actions based on impact and ease and create the first quarterly roadmap. The idea is to provide our clients with an 80-20 approach to what they should do next. This means working on improving pages and assets that they already have versus things that they don't have and need to synthesize from scratch. The actions that we typically take in early quarter one include de-indexing old or irrelevant blog posts, which we've talked about on this podcast before, optimizing the homepage, and adding depth and internal links to product pages. Then later in quarter one and into quarter two, there are a series of options that we have to choose from. Now, when we get to this step, we focus efforts on the pages that drive the most bottom of funnel conversions. Now, if they have certain pages or resources that are generating some results, that could be amplified with further optimization. So we'll start there. For example, if they have a template or calculator resource that's generating some traffic or downloads, we might add content or build links to that page to help it increase its search rankings and performance. Then, once we've exhausted efforts to optimize and amplify the existing assets available, we'll begin looking at the opportunities to create new content. We'll focus on Bofu content first, that's bottom of funnel, and move our way up the funnel over time. That way, we prioritize SEO efforts that are most likely to lead to revenue. Our examples of those pages include things like competitor comparison pages, alternative pages, and use case pages. And we've talked about all of those in an earlier episode on pain point content. Check it out. In addition to creating those Bofu content assets, we'll also begin looking at opportunities to implement our B2B SaaS website framework, which we call the Authority Architecture. The Authority Architecture is a practical sitemap for high converting SaaS websites, and it's designed to provide both users and search engines with the cleanest possible route to the most important pages on your site with the fewest possible steps. Now, in structuring your site this way, you direct search engines to assign the most weight to your highest converting pages, and as a result, they'll rank those more highly than your lower converting pages. So as we move through the year into quarter three and quarter four, we'll continue to prioritize Bofu content that makes the most sense based on our clients and their competitors. And we'll implement aspects of our authority architecture where and when it's possible. Now, in some cases, that means redesigning their website to model our architecture. But most often, year one of an engagement is exclusively focused on Bofu content. And we typically don't recommend creating middle and top of funnel content until year two. Notice I said typically, because the example I'm about to work through, we actually did create some middle of funnel content for them in year one. So let's dive in. The case study here is Field Insight. And then I'm going to walk you through an example of the first 12 months of SEO using the project that we did with them. Quarter one was implementing our early stage SEO roadmap. Now, when we began working with Field Insight, we followed our diagnostic process to ensure that their site was technically sound. That is, it met the technical requirements of modern search engines. To do that, we began implementing the early stage SEO roadmap, which I just mentioned. Now, like many B2B SaaS companies that publish regularly on their blog, 
only a portion of their index blog posts were generating organic rankings, traffic, or leads. Now, with that in mind, we de-index posts that either underperformed or were irrelevant to the buyer's journey. By de-indexing their weaker content, only the most effective and relevant posts show up in results when search engines crawl their site. And this enables Field Insight to increase their domain authority, which is crucial for SEO. It provides visitors to the site with a better user experience, and it increases conversion rates across their site too. Now we started with this because it requires minimal effort, but can have a high impact on overall site and SEO performance. From there, we created two competitor comparison pages, Field Insight versus Arrowflow and Field Insight versus Simpro. Now when prospects search to compare Field Insight with Arrowflow, Field Insight controls the narrative. Competitor comparison pages are actually one of the top types of Bofu content that any B2B SaaS company in a competitive market can create. They allow you to communicate positioning to prospects who are close to the purchasing while targeting branded keywords of your competitors. The reason that we chose to focus on this early with Field Insight is that they were a lesser known brand in their market. So by creating these pages, we were actually able to capitalize on the branded search volume of more established competitors. Lastly, we worked on improving their internal link profile throughout their site. We added links to their Bofu feature pages to signal their importance to search engines and lead visitors down the marketing funnel on their site. We also added links to the comparison pages that we created to their feature pages. That would help signal the relevance of those pages to search engines, as well as help them rank higher in the search engine results page, or SERP, if you're thinking in acronyms. So that was quarter one. But after implementing our early stage roadmap, their website was still light on Bofu content. And in quarter two, we shifted focus to building out Bofu software and industry pages to target commercial intent. Since their branded keywords like Field Insight or Field Insight Software had lower search volume than non-branded keywords like job management software, we started our optimization with their product and industry pages. To capitalize on higher search volume and prioritize Bofu conversions, it made the most sense to focus on non-branded pages first. To build out the pages, we performed keyword research to identify the best target keywords that deserve dedicated pages. And we interviewed their founder to create the content of each page. We created the following. Field insight software, job management software, asset management software, field service management software, job management software, feature comparison. Those reach software pages, right? And then we also created the following pages. Plumbing software, commercial HVAC, mechanical HVAC contractor software, and electrical contractor software, all industry-related pages. Then we optimized their homepage based on our process for B2B SaaS homepage design, and it was quite an overhaul. We added and improved CTAs across their site to We also, as a final action here, we added and improved CTAs across their site to optimize conversion. So that was a lot of work in quarter two, a lot of creation of new pages. But in quarter three, we shifted focus to blog content to capture additional Bofu traffic. We created an editorial content calendar for their team to tackle high intent topics like field service automation, HVAC field asset management software, and preventative maintenance software. For each post, we provided a content brief, including target and supporting keywords to use, specific instructions for optimizing the content for search, resources to model the piece of content after. And to do that, we used a tool called Surfer SEO. 
that scores their content on a 0 to 100 scale. Their team can type the post directly into Surfer and watch the score improve as they add in recommended keywords through headings and body paragraphs. That way, they can easily ensure that it's optimized by the time they're finished. Now, in addition to ramping up their blog, we continue to optimize Bofu pages that we launched in quarter two. We periodically analyzed performance and made tweaks based on what we found. For example, to optimize engagement rates of their competitor comparison pages, we moved the comparison tables to the top of the page so that the most relevant content would display first. We also revamped the content and design of their field service management software pages, recommending the following. Updated copy to improve visibility and targeting, image and video recommendations to improve engagement, and including an additional book a demo CTA at the bottom of the page. So by the time we reached quarter four, we'd covered Bofu content sufficiently to the point where we could begin expanding our efforts to include different kinds of Mofu, that's middle of funnel, blog content. Now following our buyer awareness matrix, we created content briefs for checklists, guides, and other types of Mofu topics that could generate organic traffic with a right fit audience. For example, pages like building and facility maintenance checklist, commercial building template included, or guide to construction equipment maintenance, or 10 HVAC industry statistics in 2021. Up to that point, the Bofu keywords we'd been targeting had high purchase intent, but relatively low search volume. We call those long tail keywords normally. And although these Mofu keywords had less purchase intent than those long tail keywords, they had higher search volume that could aid more in increasing organic traffic. But why did we do that when traffic is not the goal, conversion is? Well, we used internal linking to Bofu industry and product pages early on in these Mofu blog posts. That way, even though the keywords bringing in those visitors indicated less purchase intent, we could educate those Mofu prospects about their product and guide them down the funnel. We also created lead magnets, such as checklists that required an email opt-in to download. That way, they could turn those Mofu site visitors into marketing qualified leads and nurture them through email and remarketing to eventually convert. Our other big project in quarter four was building out their integrations page to optimize it for traffic and leads. We wrote a whole post on this and also did an episode of this podcast on integrations pages. It is significant and important and you should check it out. So all of that work, but what were the results? Well, during the 12 month period when all of the actions that I just talked about were implemented, Field Insights saw the following improvements. Are you ready? 186% increase in organic sessions, 166% increase in organic users, two times the demos from organic search, which is great, and 800% increase in organic impressions. So let's bring this all together. Over the last decade, we've worked with B2B SaaS companies, helping them to grow their recurring revenue through paid media and SEO. Now, through a lot of trial and error, we've learned what works and what doesn't. We've developed battle-tested SEO playbooks that get results for our clients. So if you're a B2B SaaS business experiencing the challenges that we described earlier in this episode, like uncertainty about what to do next, uncertainty about how to prioritize effort and impact, or a desire to plan ahead further than next week or month and get off that, you know, that hamster wheel then reach out and schedule a free SaaS scale session on our website just click work with us on the homepage to learn how you can get measurable results much faster 
I'll see you next time. Now, if you enjoyed that today and you want to do something about your B2B SaaS marketing, you should get in touch with us. You can do that by going to poweredbysearch.com and checking out our assessment page, or you can browse the case studies and blogs that we have on the site. Now, if you're not ready to do that, definitely say hi anyway. You can ping me on Twitter. I'm at I am Mark Thomas, that's Mark with a C. Or you can ping our founder and CEO, Dev Basu, and connect with us there. Looking forward to seeing you again for another episode.